This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm going to talk all about how to attract your ideal client in. So many of my clients come to me working with clients that they're not that excited about or they're facing a lot of objections that are really because they're not talking to the right person for them or they feel like they just can't even attract people in (laughs) that they're really excited about or anyone at all. For some people, if they're just getting started, none of those situations are fun. You became an entrepreneur to do something you're passionate about and enjoy your business. And if you are working with clients, then of course you should be working with people that you're excited about working with. You should be working with your ideal client every single time. When you are truly working with your ideal client, you are so much more excited to do your work. You're so much more motivated. You do much better work. You show up more fully. You feel so fulfilled and that's how it should be. So I want to dive deeper into this today. If you feel like you are really having trouble attracting in your ideal client, you're not that excited about the clients you're attracting in, or you really want to be speaking to a different person, perhaps you simply want to pivot, right? Who was your ideal client before isn't anymore. You want some more clarity around how to shift and attract in a new type of person, or if you're getting started with your business and you're having trouble attracting in your ideal client just to get started, this will be very, very helpful. This is what we dive deep into in No BS Biz School. So if you are an online coach and you are looking to build a six-figure business and beyond online organically, check out No BS Biz School. I cover all things business strategy and business energetics in depth. And when you go through this program, not only will your business expand, your money mindset will completely shift, your whole life will change. It's a really, really beautiful transformation to watch. And if you want to check out testimonials, you can just head to bit.ly slash nobsbs. The link's also on my website, christinathechannel.com. So check that out. That's my signature program to support online coaches. I also just wanted to remind you, I am back to my regular YouTube live streams. I'm doing a lot more on YouTube and I wasn't doing live streaming during the Ascension Challenge last month, but now I'm live streaming every Wednesday at 3 p.m. PST. If that ever changes, I'll let you know. So make sure you check out my YouTube channel if you aren't already subscribed. I would so appreciate it. And I'm going to be doing more Q&As on there to answer questions from the private forum. So if you're not already in the private forum on Kajabi, make sure you join that. Check it out. It's a free forum to connect with other people in the community. And I like it because it's not on any social media platform, but I'm going to pull questions from there to answer on YouTube. So if you want any of your questions answered, post them in that private forum. I would love to 
see you there. And it's a great way to connect with other people who are like-minded. I know a lot of people right now are really looking for their community and I would recommend joining. Introduce yourself. Everybody is super, super friendly. And of course, you know, some of those questions will go on Q and A's on YouTube. And then uh, there's a separate section in there for questions to be answered on the Q&A calls in the Channel Collective, which if you're not already a member, come join us. It is Ascension Playground. It is an endless library of so many video trainings on manifestation, intuition, brain rewiring, all that fun stuff, raising your vibration. And then also Ascension School is in there, which is a library of exclusive channeled messages from Ascended Masters themselves. You get podcast episodes pre-released without any ads. So if you want to listen to the podcast ad-free ahead of time, there are the Q&A calls, the manifestation calls, and a monthly energy healing session. So it really, really pays for itself in such an amazing community of souls. So check that out. It's all at christinathechannel.com slash membership. That's where you can sign up for the free private forum as well. And I also wanted to announce this week's giveaway winner. So every other week, I'm going to be announcing a giveaway winner. So if you send in your rating and review on iTunes for the podcast to podcast at christinathechannel.com, you'll be entered to win a card reading from me. My clients love these. So that's all you have to do is just submit it by emailing it in. And this week's winner is Lisa. She said, this podcast will change your life. Christina is the real deal. Her no BS approach to all things spirituality and wellness makes profound concepts easily understood and accessible to the masses. She's played a tremendous role in my own spiritual awakening so far, and I can't wait to see how her brand continues to grow and evolve. Thank you so much, Lisa. So sweet. Really, really appreciate you. And to redeem your free card poll, just email podcast at christinathechannel.com with whatever you want the poll to be about and I'll send over your reading. And if you want to be entered in the giveaway, then just take a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review and email it to podcast at christinathechannel.com. People ask me all the time where my blue blockers are from. I'm wearing blue blockers as often as I can because I work on screens all the time. And it makes a huge difference in my hormones and my sleep. And my favorite brand is Blue Blocks. I have tried a lot of different brands before, and it wasn't until about a year and a half, two years ago that I was understanding more about the science. And when I tried Blue Blocks, noticed a huge difference compared to all of the orange glasses I was using before and realized that the problem was those weren't blocking the full range of light that I needed to be blocked to really give me the full benefits. So I use Blue Blocks Sleep Plus Red Lens in the evenings when the sun goes down. These glasses are 100% blue and green light blocking lenses. If you're using orange lenses, you can literally tell by the color they're not blocking the full spectrum of light that you'll want to to get the full benefits. And then during the day, I wear the blue light clear lenses. These are a blue light filtering lens for during the day. They're great if you work under more natural lighting and if you struggle with any type of digital eye strain or headaches, migraines, macular degeneration. For me, I'll get a huge headache if I don't use these. Being on screen so often really wears on you. And I also notice a difference with my sleep and my hormones. And same with the Sleep Plus Red lenses. I mean, the difference 
the difference in not wearing those lenses and then wearing them at night. It is so much easier for me to fall asleep. My boyfriend and I have kind of been doing an experiment with this. <laughs> we have seen how much later we stay up naturally, like three, four or five hours later when we are not blocking the blue light. And then I also love to use the Remedy sleep mask. I wake up pretty easily to light and our room is pretty is pretty light. But even if the bathroom light gets turned on, I usually wake up. So this is a 100% light blocking sleep mask. I've used a lot of different sleep masks before and I felt like the light would always peek in. But just the way this is created is different. It sort of cups your eyes. It's the best sleep mask out there. So if you're looking for blue blockers, check out Blue Blocks. They have about 20 different frames. So there are so many options. I always get compliments on mine. I have the Parker frames, the crystal frames, and the Hudson frames. I love them all. I like to rotate through them. And you can also send in your own frames if you want. They'll turn those into a pair of blue blocks for you. And they also have a custom-made prescription service available for you as well. Plus, for every pair they sell, they donate a pair of reading glasses to Restoring Vision, who then gifts them to someone in need. So you are giving back. If you want to grab a pair of blue blocks and head to blueblocks.com, that's spelled B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A for 15% off. Again, that's blueblocks.com and that code is Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A for 15% off. You will notice a huge, huge difference. I'm really excited for you to give these a try. So one of the best parts about my business is that I get to work with my ideal clients every single day, my dream clients. And it wasn't until I actually experienced that, that I realized that for a long time, I wasn't always experiencing that. I've worked with so many incredible clients, but I've definitely worked with people who weren't exactly the right fit when I was first starting out. And it took me some time to really zero in on exactly who I wanted to be working with. And it was a completely different experience when I was finally only working with my ideal client. And now when I coach people, I very much encourage them to straight off the bat, really only work with your ideal client because you're going to notice a huge, huge difference in their results, in how you coach, in your energy, in the overall energy of the container, in your motivation, and how everybody feels. It's a win, 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 win all around. So how do you attract your ideal client? The first thing you need to do to attract in your ideal client is to know who your ideal client is. So I'm probably going to be using the pronoun she, as I discuss a potential ideal client. And if she does not apply to your ideal client, you can go ahead and swap it out. I'm just going to pick one pronoun to say for ease of communication throughout this podcast. So know your dream client inside and out and be really, really clear on her. And so I want to point out a few key things with this. Knowing her inside and out in more detail than you ever could have imagined. I mean, this is what I do when I first start working with people. And they are usually pretty surprised at how in-depth I am asking them to go. And a lot of my clients who have worked with other business coaches before are also very surprised. But when you know her so well, inside and out, even all the things that seem irrelevant, it's so much easier to communicate with her, to find her, to speak her language, to catch her attention. So you really want to know her inside and out 
But the other thing is when I ask people to do this, more often than not, what they do is they describe the type of person they're already attracting in or who is naturally attracted to them. And that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking for your ideal client, okay? So is your ideal client needing to be convinced that she should work with a coach? If she's your ideal client or is she already looking for a coach? Is your ideal client not ready to invest in herself or is she very ready? She's just looking for the right fit. Is your ideal client someone who's been coached before or somebody who hasn't? Is she somebody who is very self-sufficient and self-motivated or is she somebody who needs a little more pushing, a little more support? Is she someone who is afraid to change or is she somebody who loves to change? Is she somebody who is supported in her life, who has a really solid group of friends and family, or is she somebody who doesn't have very much support right now? These are all different things to consider. And there are so many other things that you need to know about your ideal client to call her in. This is in biz school, the list. (laughs) It's the golden client worksheet is what I call it. The list is so long, but those are some big ones that I typically point out to people who have already built their businesses, who think they've already done that work. And we usually have to revisit who their ideal client is because they've often hit some type of plateau or feel stuck because their ideal client needs to be adjusted. And that might be because their interests and passions have changed now, which, you know, that happens. We pivot, we change. Your your niche might change. But sometimes it's not that they need to be or want to be in a different niche, but rather they're pinning their ideal client down as somebody who doesn't want to be coached. And look, it's up to you. It's your choice, right? You get to decide who your dream client is, who your ideal client is. That's up to you. It's not up to me. But most of my clients who want clients, their dream client, their ideal client, if they could just form this person out of thin air is not somebody who needs to be convinced that she needs to fix her problem, is not somebody that needs to be convinced to work with a coach or healer, and is also not someone who needs to be convinced to invest in herself. And why a lot of people get stuck is because they're often communicating in their content to somebody who is in one or all of those places. Your energy and your language affect who you attract in. So to attract somebody new in as your ideal client, a different type of person, so to speak, requires a shift in your energy and your language. You're in control of who you attract in as a potential client. And so if you find that you keep getting a money objection or you find that you keep getting people who say, I don't know if I wanna work with a coach, or I really want to do this, but I don't have time. You keep getting these different objections. It's really important to take a step back and think, okay, in my content, am I talking as if I am talking to someone who has all of these objections? That's what a lot of people do. And then they find themselves caught in the trap of needing to convince people. And we all know how I feel about that energy. That's just not, that's just not the energy I vibe on. I have no interest in convincing someone. I am here, open, ready to serve people who are interested in this type of information, who are looking for help in my services, do help them. 
So some examples in my own life. When I first started my business, when I was working as a nutritional therapy practitioner, I was really talking to women in college. Like that's how I was speaking. That's how I was communicating. Those were the the problems and examples I was giving. I was really speaking to that person. And it wasn't even explicitly, but it was in my energy and really in my head. Whoever you have in your head as I'm talking to this person is going to affect your language and how you show up in your energy. And so through my energy and my language, I was really talking to that person. Now, most women who are in college, not all clearly because I was an outlier (laughs) and I know many outliers, but, but overall, most women in college are not wanting to invest in their health. They're not wanting to stop drinking alcohol or completely change their diet to help their health. They're not ready to commit to a longer program. And so I was really struggling. I kept trying to convince people to want this. And it was really defeating because then you're just always caught in this energy of convincing. So I was facing all of these objections and I was so frustrated. And then I realized I shouldn't have to convince someone to want to take control of their health or heal their body. Instead, I'm going to talk to someone who is already ready to do that. Somebody who is interested in doing that, wants to do it, and they're just looking for the right fit. They're ready to invest their time, their money. They're motivated already. I cannot be the source of their motivation. And that's really important to know as a coach. So many coaches try to be the source of motivation for their clients. And that's not to say that you're not there to cheer them on and motivate them. Yeah, there's a piece of that. But when somebody's coming to me in a discovery call, if I can tell this is somebody who I'm going to have to drag along, like I'm going to be the motivation, that's not my job, right? I want to help someone who wants to help themselves because I'm not the one who is living their life. And when you are trying to work with people who aren't motivated to even help themselves, they typically don't stick to the habit change. To me, if someone has no self-motivation, they should be working with a self-motivation coach. So do you see how it is slightly shifting the ideal client in your mind? So you're talking to a different person and you are jumping over some hurdles instead of simply by who you're talking to, putting objections in your own way. Another example of this was when I was building my energy healing practice and I had a lot of people who were naturally just coming in pretty easily, but I had a lot of friends who would tell their friends about it and and tell their friends, oh, you should, you should do this. And then their friends would reach out to me. And these people hadn't heard of energy healing. And you could tell they just wanted me to convince them it worked. They're like, well, how do I know if it's going to work? And I'm like, this isn't my job. I'm here for people who want to receive energy healing. But if you're at the point where you don't even know if you want it, you're not my ideal client. And what I see a lot of healers doing is they're speaking to people who don't believe in what they're offering. Do you think that person is going to be the person that's going to slide in your DMs and ask how they can work with you? No. Talk to somebody who's already looking for what you're offering. It sounds so simple, but so many of my clients don't do this. And I have clients who have been running their businesses for years and have, you know, full schedules of clients, but they're miserable and they are facing all of these objections. And I'm like, well, you literally just need to shift your ideal client. 
And sometimes they think, I can't, I can't, I like working with this person, but blah, blah, blah. Well, here's the thing. Often when you shift who your ideal client is in your mind, a lot of the same people who are already invested in your content, who really trust you, they still want to work with you. But because you've shifted your language and your energy, that gives them an opportunity to show up as someone with a higher frequency, as somebody with a different energy, as somebody who is very motivated. So for example, I think it's pretty clear and anybody who comes my way knows like I work with people who are who are self-motivated, people who are ambitious, who are go-getters. I don't work with people who want me to drag them along and do the work for them. I can't do the the work for you, right? It's your life. I'm I'm not the one making the shifts. I'm supporting someone else and doing that for themselves. And so when I talk to that person, which is who I'm talking to, there are still people in my audience who aren't self-motivated right now. And that's totally fine. Lots of love to you, right? But because of the way I speak and the energy I have, a lot of people who are not initially self-motivated, who don't identify as that, who don't identify maybe as ambitious or driven, they feel like I always need accountability. They, if they want to work with me, literally show up with a different energy. And there's something about the energy where I'm allowing them to rise to that. I am self-motivated. And I can literally see this shift happen on sales calls. And, you know, the more I get to know clients, sometimes we'll talk about it after like, oh my gosh, before I started working with you, I was so not motivated. I was dragging my feet everywhere. And there's something about just being around you. And you literally held me to the standard of I need to get it done and I need to want it for myself where I just snapped into that. So you can actually still serve a lot of the same people, but in an even better way because you are giving them an opportunity to shift their energy in a way that could really benefit them, right? I think everybody would get a lot more done in their lives if they had some more self-motivation instead of only looking for external motivation. So that can be really helpful for people. So that's just an example to show how it's really important to be very clear on who your ideal client is. Your ideal client, not who already is coming to you. And then when you are clear on who your ideal client is and you need to know yeah, her struggles, what she's tried before, what she's looking for, how she's feeling. You need to know what her insecurities are. You need to know her relationship status. What's her dating life like or her marriage like? Does she have kids? What does she like to do to work out? What does she like to do for fun? What are her friends like? What shows does she watch? Like everything. So you can speak directly to her. And this is your ideal client. Okay. And then in your messaging, in your posts, in your content, you're speaking straight to her. On your stories, you're sending her a Snapchat is essentially what you're doing, right? You're talking directly to her using her language. And a big part of knowing who she is, is knowing her language. There are certain people who are going to use certain phrases, certain words, while others wouldn't. So this is knowing her level of education or awareness around the topics you already discussed and what words she would use, what words she knows. because. This is this is a psychology thing. There are so many studies on this. If you are using words that people don't know, they will stop reading your content because they feel like it's just too above their head and they move on. And so a lot of people will try and use these big fancy words. I think I've talked about this before in a podcast and 
then it just turns off the client, right? But if your ideal client is super educated and nerdy and down all the rabbit holes, whatever your topic is, whatever your niche is, then use that type of language because you're going to be speaking directly to that person and they're going to feel like, oh my gosh, this person is speaking like me. So really speak her language directly using the actual verbiage she would use and make it clear that you help her. So this comes back to really knowing who your ideal client is and then in your bio, on your website, whatever social media, it's so clear. You have a statement that's saying who you help, what's the problem you solve and how do you solve it using language that she would understand. So it's so clear that you help her and it's so clear how she can start to work with you or learn even more from you. There's a clear call to action. Everything is clearly laid out for her so that you're creating an experience where if she stumbles across your social media, any platform, she has this experience of, oh my gosh, this is the person I've been looking for. And you build trust so much more easily and she's going to feel like you really understand her because you do and you can build a deeper relationship and she's going to be exactly who you want to call in. She's going to be really magnetized to your content and what you do. And there we go. And give her that invitation, right? Give those calls to action, offer things very clearly. If you're if you're messaging, talking to her, what can you offer her? Can you offer her a freebie? Can she join a call? Whatever it is, your ideal client is ready and waiting for you. Your ideal client is ready to say yes. They're just trying to find the right fit. Give them the invitation. Don't be pushy, right? We're building genuine connections, but I'm saying, you know, how can you serve her? How can you offer her something? Is there a podcast that you think would help her? Is there a freebie? Like whatever it is, how can you serve her? Okay, back to speaking her language directly, creating content that's specifically speaking to her pain points, hers specifically. The other piece is being authentically yourself. Okay, this is a big one where a lot of people will adjust the way they communicate, the way they show up to try and fit the mold of who they think they should be. They think that this is how a professional shows up. This is how somebody else shows up and they're really successful. They're trying to be potentially more pleasing to an outsider. So sometimes, you know, people won't swear or they even just look different when they show up on social media, wherever they're marketing, the way they write is different than how they actually are in real life. Or they're trying to be really nice and sweet and gentle, but in real life, they're a little more like, let's get to the point. I'm much more direct. The more authentically yourself you are, the better all around. First of all, anything that's not authentic, like will not hold, will fall apart. And I think it just speaks to our society that, I mean, it's just sad that I even have to remind people and not just me, right? But remind people to be authentic. We live in this world where it has become so easy for people to be someone they're not because we think we'll be more accepted. But then what happens is we are just attracting in people who are attracted to someone we're not. And then we're either painfully trying to be that person to keep up the image or we crack or get tired and actually show our real selves and that person doesn't necessarily resonate with us anymore. And I have seen this a lot with with my clients who 
they try to be a little bit more subtle on social media. I'll say, I'll say it that way. They just hold back a lot of their personality. And then what happens in the coaching container is the client is a little confused or maybe their coaching style doesn't fully resonate with the client. The client was like, oh, I thought you were really gentle and calm and you're a little bit more, hey, let's go. Let's, let's go, right? It needs to be consistent the whole way through. And so if you act different on a discovery call or on social media than you do in a coaching container, it needs to be consistent. You want to be as authentic as possible because that's how you know you're attracting in people who are truly aligned with you. People are going to love your personality and you want to be working with people who really vibe off your personality, right? People who work with me resonate with my coaching style and my personality and that's why they get such great results and they would not have that if I acted differently, spoke differently in the coaching container than I did on any of my social media platforms, right? You hear me swear, you hear how I talk, you hear the examples I give, you hear my sarcasm. That's how I am all the way around. And I see a lot of coaches and healers feeling resentful (laughs) when (laughs) that's not really fair because they weren't being their authentic self fully when attracting someone in. So then what happened is they're working with these clients and they feel like they have to be different than they want to be. Feel like I can't say that or this person gets upset if I swear. If you're somebody who swears, please don't hide your swearing. I could not work with a client who got upset if I if I swear. I do. That's just part of how I talk. And if somebody wants somebody who never swears, then they they can go work with someone else. I want them to work with somebody who resonates with them. And I see this all the time with people. I read their captions or I watch them on stories and it's like they're just trying to be more put together or you know, all flowy and a poet or they're just exuding an energy that I know is not authentically them, which is so sad to me because your authenticity is your magic. No one is like you. Be fully yourself and you are going to attract in your dream client. The more and more you are stepping into yourself and showing who you really are, the more your ideal client is going to come to you. And that authenticity, think about the vibration of that. You are going to attract that in into the coaching container and where you're really authentic and open about who you are. You are going to attract a client in who is ready to be vulnerable, to open up, to make shifts, who's ready to do the work, who is very authentic themselves. And those are the clients who really get the best results. So authenticity is key. I can't emphasize this enough. I hate to say this, but there are so many people who complain about their customers or clients and I'm like, that's on you, right? There there can be tricky situations sometimes, but shift who you're talking to. I am obsessed with my clients. They know this. I'm like, anytime a program ends, I'm like sobbing, weeping because I have so much love. I love my clients. They are the best humans. I feel so lucky every single day. And I know that's available to every coach and healer, but you need to be authentic to be able to attract that in. And you need to be so clear on who the ideal person is so that you can put that energy out into the universe and speak directly to her. People ask me all the time how I get so much done, how I'm doing so many things all the time. And a big piece of that is how I fuel my body. Everything that I put in my body is for a reason. And 
I am drinking Organifi pretty much all day long because it makes me feel amazing. It gives me natural energy. There are so many amazing benefits to these different products and they taste delicious. So I always start my morning with green juice. I am obsessed with this. If you follow me on Instagram, you see me make this all the time. It's this delicious minty green juice. I don't like a lot of green juices. This tastes so good and I like to mix it with nut milk and it's like this creamy milkshake. It's so good and it's packed with 11 superfoods to help with naturally detoxing the body and boosting your energy. I think it is so important to naturally and gently support detox in your body and especially if you're an energy healer, if you're channeling, overcoming health issues, holding on to excess energy in any way, you'll notice how good you feel if you uh, start drinking green juice every single day. It has moringa, which is amazing to help improve your skin health, naturally boost energy. There's ashwagandha, which is an adaptogen to naturally help rebalance your hormones, specifically cortisol. So I like to drink this in the morning. It just makes me feel really even, but also have a boost in energy. And green juice also contains spirulina and chlorella, which I make sure to get in every single day. Big algae, big algae fan over here. Algae is a true, true superfood loaded with so many micronutrients and great for supporting natural detox and giving you an energy boost. And green juice has other ingredients like beets, turmeric, mint, wheatgrass, lemon, coconut water. It's so good and it'll feel so, so amazing. And then I usually drink red juice, which is like a healthy superfood berry punch in the afternoon. I just mix that with some water. It's just a scoop in a cup with water. There's only one gram of sugar per serving. And again, this also has 11 superfoods. No caffeine, but it gives you that natural energy boost with ingredients like beets, acai, cordyceps, Siberian ginseng, all that good stuff. And then in the evening, which evening is very important to support energy levels and how you're going to feel the next day, you want to optimize that evening routine. In the evenings, I have Organified Gold or Chocolate Gold. It's like a healthy golden milk latte. The chocolate gold is chocolate flavored, but such amazing ingredients like organic reishi, which is amazing for supporting relaxation before bed. Very, very grounding and supports the immune system. There's turkey tail, which is also great for the immune system and great for digestion. So love that at the end of the day. Plus magnesium, which is amazing for relieving any anxiety, helping support any recovery, re reducing any aches or pains. Most people are magnesium deficient and it really helps to take some magnesium before bed. And then a bunch of other amazing ingredients like organic lemon balm and ginger and turmeric, all that good stuff you need before you go to sleep. What I love about Organifi is it's so easy to use. You literally just put a scoop in with hot or cold water, depending on the drink. They taste so good and you'll feel amazing. I cannot live without my Organifi. So if you want to try out any Organifi products, you can head on over to Organifi.com slash CTC and that will get you 15% off. That's spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 15% off. The next thing I will recommend is creating content that's going to give her real wins. So this is part of the energy exchange of give. Give the highest quality content you can for free. Give lots of free value that's going to get her real wins. And this builds a lot of trust and puts out your, your giving energy so that you're ready to receive. But also, this is really helpful because somebody who 
is watching your content and they actually implement what you put out there and they get wins from you and then they want to work with you. That's somebody who's going to implement (laughs) what you suggest in the coaching container and they're going to get amazing results. If someone's looking for a coach that resonates, somebody who's going to get them results, they're going to be looking for content that actually helps them make a shift in their life, whether that's mindset or physically or whatever it is. So give her samples of that. And I know for me, I want to be working with somebody who is actually consuming my content and implementing it. And most people who work with me, you know, they've they've gotten some type of result, however big or small that that is by consuming my free content. And that to me tells me, okay, this person actually implements what is offered to them. And they do that even when, even when they haven't invested. Because the thing is, when people invest, they have more skin in the game, they get better results. And a lot of people actually need to invest to even do it. Like think about all the people who only download free things and do they actually read all those free things, implement all of those things? When people put money down, they feel like I got to get my money's worth, so I'm going to implement. And so somebody who is implementing the free stuff and getting results and they're ready for more, to me, that's somebody who is self-motivated and they love the content. They're ready to go. They already understand my style and the types of things I'm going to recommend. And that also goes back to me being fully authentic. And that's just going to keep snowballing and be even more profound in the coaching container so that that says a lot about the potential client and that they're really ready to go and they're self-motivated. They resonate with you. And that's the type of person who really is going to be an ideal client for you. So give her real wins, which requires knowing her inside and out so that you can give her things without knowing her specifically, but you really do (laughs) in your free content that will help her. And again, when it's really clear what you do, she will be ready to move forward. The next thing I would recommend is speaking to her objections. So if she has any objections, speak to them already in your content so that she can have that shift before she even gets in the coaching container and she is ready to go. That shows that she is able to make mindset shifts herself, that she is self-motivated and really wants to do this, right? If somebody has an objection, they don't even realize in their head is an objection. And I speak to it on the podcast and it really flips their whole perspective. That's the type of person that is very, very coachable. And most people want to work with somebody who's very coachable. This also eliminates the need to work through that objection again. She already knows what you're going to say. Or if she's already heard that piece of content or read that piece of content addressing the objection, she brings it up again and she can't seem to get over it. That's telling you something about what this person would be like as a client as well. Again, going back to knowing her inside and out, you really want to think about what she consumes, like any type of pop culture, what she's into. These are the types of things to incorporate in her content that makes her feel like you get her on a more personal level. Like I post things about The Bachelor on my stories because I love The Bachelor, even though I definitely lose brain cells. It's fine, but I think it's highly entertaining. (laughs) And my ideal client, not all of my clients like The Bachelor, but when I think of my ideal client who I have in my head, she likes The Bachelor. But this is also how you can figure out what other content she's consuming. So if you know what podcast she listens to and 
who else she follows and what she's paying attention to, where else she's looking for advice on this, where else she's looking for support, whatever you're supporting her through, then you know what she's already tried. You know what she's already thinking. You can address things that she's already read. You can be like, so you tried keto and your hair fell out after five months. I don't know, something like that. And she's thinking, oh my gosh, she knows me, right? So this is how you know where she's hanging out, what she's consuming, and that's how you can find her. And that's how you can speak to things that she might be seeing or thinking or trying. And I want to go more off of knowing where she's hanging out. You need to know where she's hanging out, where she's hiding. And this comes down to platform too. So different demographics are going to be primarily on certain platforms. So some people find all of their clients on Facebook. They are serving a demographic that's really hanging out on Facebook. If you're talking to a millennial, they're probably more on Instagram. Clubhouse is a bit different of a client. There are more serious people on there, I would say, who are ready to invest and really elevate their lives. As of right now, you know, TikTok is going to be a very different type of client. And podcasts, right? The type of person who listens to a podcast, they're really invested in learning. They have a lot of trust. They are very self-growth oriented typically, but the main thing is they do really like to learn. I think we can all get a sense of the different personalities that are on different types of platforms. And so know where she's hanging out, right? I know that most of my audience, like the main platform they use is Instagram. That's where most of them are at. So that's where I've always focused most of my efforts. And then also pretty much everybody who, uh, would be my ideal client. Like she's listening to podcasts. She loves podcasts. So I have a podcast because I know she likes this medium. I know she likes this content. Your ideal client <laughs> is going to consume your content if it's on the platform that she enjoys, right? So when you know who she is, you're really clear about her personality, what she likes to do, what she's interested in. You'll know what types of platforms does she prefer to use and which does she not use and focus on that. And then even with, you know, building your email list and email marketing, you know what type of emails she'll actually open. What does she find valuable? You know how to speak to her directly and not spam her or annoy her, right? Because some demographics, they want this like, I don't know, mini blog post or full blog post in, in an email. Others are like, get me something quick, fast, one-liner. This is where it's important to know is your person the type of person that wants to learn everything and they're really engaged and they love to read and be involved? Are they the person that's super busy on the go, doesn't have much time? Curate your content to be consumable easily by that person. If your ideal client is super busy and has a lot going on, she's probably not going to want to sit down and listen to a 50-minute Instagram live every day, but she's probably more likely to listen to a podcast on her walk or drive somewhere. And in terms of Instagram, She's going to want quick things, short to the point. So, you know, adjust your content accordingly. Okay, now let's move into some more energetic things that these are really the most important. The first thing is you need to really embody the energy of the person she's looking for. Client attraction is all about embodiment. So it is really embodying your expertise. And when you think about your ideal client and the type of coach she's looking for, right? Let's say you're looking for this high-level client and uh, 
you know what type of coach she's looking for. Is Are you embodying that? Because you probably, here's the thing that might seem backwards, but the reason it's not is because we tend to pick our ideal client. Like if you're truly doing ideal client, not who you are already attracting, but who you want to attract your, your dream client, that is typically based off of what we would consider to be the highest version of ourselves. It's based on how we want to show up, who we want to be. And so are you fully embodying that? Or are you looking for somebody who's ready, who's motivated, who's ready to get XYZ done, who wants uh, an established coach, who really knows what they're doing? And then you look at yourself and you're like, I'm not really embodying that. I'm scared. I'm not really putting myself out there. I'm not being fully authentic. Embody authenticity, embody expertise embody that you know your shit and that you get people results. Embody expansive energy, high frequency energy. And this is where all of the self-work really comes into play, right? For me, the more I'm working on myself and raising my vibration and doing my own coaching, that's really affecting who I'm attracting into my field. I'm attracting in a different type of person. I'm always calling for my future client. Because I know I expand and evolve at a rapid pace. And so I'm always calling to my future client. So I'm not outgrowing anyone. This is where embodying your highest self really shifts your whole business. Because how you show up is who you're going to attract in. But when it comes to attracting people in, the other thing you need to think about is, are you energetically open? Going back to what I was just speaking about before, sometimes people have an ideal of their ideal client. And they're really excited about it. And they're like, oh my gosh, I get to be this person to have this amazing client. But energetically, they're not even open to that client because they don't feel that vibration within themselves. So they're not open to calling that person in. The other piece is if you're just not energetically open to new people in general, if you're not reaching out to people, if you're somebody who only likes to be by yourself in your room, you're just not open to new people coming in. You don't have an open energy. This can really block people from coming your way. And I will say, look, I'm very much a hermit. I mean, straight up human design hermit. <laughs> I like to be by myself. I I really need my alone time. I like to recharge by myself. And I get it. So if you if you like to be at home by yourself and be a grandma, I I feel you. I'm the same way. However, I am open. I am energetically open to the right people coming into my life. And there have been times where I feel like I'm not attracting in my ideal client. I'm like this just feels dry. Like, where is everybody? And then I take a step back and I look at myself and I'm like, I'm not even open to new people. I like don't want to answer anybody's texts. I am ignoring all my friends. Like when I just think about being open to people in general, I'm kind of closed off because I'm hermiting right now. And that energy is just going to translate. And so what I do in those moments is I'm like, okay, I'm going to open up my energy where it feels safe, how it feels safe. And when you have that warm, inviting energy, it's just something within yourself. People naturally are magnetized to you. So being, being open to people and being open to new people. And this is where when you're comfortable with getting out of your comfort zone, when you're open to new things, you're able to attract in new people. Are you somebody who's really afraid to do new things or get out of your comfort zone? Are you somebody who doesn't like to talk to new people? Or are you somebody who only wants to talk to old crew? Well, if you only like to talk to your old crew, you probably are energetically blocking new people from coming in. So look at how this might be showing up in different areas of your life. If you're not open to new people, new friends, new acquaintances, new energies, new ideas in your life in general, then you probably aren't open energetically to 
new clients or a new type of client. This comes up a lot with with my clients and I call them out. I'm like, look, you're not even open to new people. You're like hermiting. You don't want to talk to anybody. You don't want new friends. And I'm like, huh, you're right. <laughs> right. People can tell energetically. It's usually not a conscious thing if you're not open. So shifting that will make a huge difference. So we've talked about attracting in your ideal client from the space of getting clear on, on what you want and bodying the energy, the vibration that will call her in, speaking directly to her, right? Taking aligned action, talking to her and creating offers that are exactly what she wants. Her dream offers, her dream content. You're creating this all for her. You're embodying the energy of what she's looking for and that matches who you're calling in. You're using her language. So there's two other pieces of attraction that we need to discuss. One is detachment, right? So if you are really needy, if you're a needy energy, you really need this client, you're every time you're talking to somebody, you're just exuding this needy energy, people are going to go the other way. I did an Instagram live on this, I think a couple of weeks ago. Neediness deflects. It deflects people, it deflects money. And also, if you're needy and you attract in a client from needy energy, they're going to be really needy too. And it's usually creating a codependent client coaching relationship, which is not really serving either person. But if you are so attached, if you are just like, I need to get this type of client, I need to attract in this type of client, you're so attached to it, you're pushing it away. It is want, it is desire, it is clear intention, but full trust. And I can be happy even without this. Attach yourself. And really that energy allows her to trust you, right? If you are just giving a lot of amazing value, if you're showing up with this really beautiful, vibrant, embodied energy, she's picking up on that. And when she's like, wow, this this person isn't needy at all. They're not giving me that those vibes. She's like, wait, I want to work with that person. Feminine energy sales goes really far. It's not pushing or pulling or manipulating anybody into working with you. It's literally like, hey, here's my approach. Here's my offer. This is what I can help you with. If it resonates, great. If it doesn't, no worries. And that really allows you to attract in the client and let the person who's really excited to work with you come your way rather than try and force somebody essentially. I know people don't mean to force people, but you you don't want to try and you don't want to have to push somebody to work with you, right? It goes back to, you don't need to convince anybody. Like if I have to convince someone to want to work with me, they're not my ideal client. I don't want to convince anybody. I want them to want to do this work. So think about how you can embody the energy of detachment You don't need anything. You have everything you need, but you have your intention set on something and you want to call it in and you know it will happen. So you don't have to force, you don't have to push, you don't have to pull. It's psychology too, right? The more hands off you are, the more people trust you. You don't have to push something, convince someone with that needy energy when you truly believe in what you have to offer and what the results can be for someone. You don't feel the need to convince them because you fully believe in it. It speaks for itself. Again, this goes back to embodiment. So no need to force, push, pull, convince. Your ideal client will flow to you, straight to you, because you are a match. And I have one final point that is perhaps the most important point of all, which is to attract in your dream client, many of your dream client, many different versions, many dream clients. One of the most important things to do that is to say no 
to people who are not your ideal client. I just did a reel about this, about the power of saying no. And this is something that is so, so important. So many people settle. They settle for something that is close to what they want or this will work because they're afraid. They're afraid that they can't get exactly what they want. They don't believe they can get exactly what you want. Every time you say no to what is not exactly what you want, you bring yourself closer to getting what you want 100%. Or in fact, beyond that, better than you could have ever imagined. When you say yes to someone who is not your ideal client, you're settling and you're telling the universe that you don't believe that you're worthy to receive exactly what you want and you think that's as good as you can get. When you say no, because you're not in scarcity mindset, because you're not in lack, because you know that you can receive exactly what you're calling in, that magnetizes exactly what you want straight to you. And this comes up with manifestation all the time where, you know, people will settle for a partner who has almost everything they want, but, you know, it's like 90, 90%, 95% there or houses, right? This happened for me with my house of getting a place that was almost exactly there. And then I was like, no, I want exactly this. It happens all the time with manifestation. And that's the moment, the moment where you're like, this is so close. This is almost it. That's a sign that the next thing coming is going to be exactly it. Remember, if it's not this, it's something better. It's really affirming what you know you can attract straight to you. Every no puts you closer to a yes. And this is in receiving no's, which is a gift, and also saying no yourself when it's not exactly what's in alignment for you. So your ideal client is going to come to you in many different ways, right? People are all different. But if you're on a call with someone and you're not totally vibing, you feel like something's kind of off or you feel like, yeah, I could work with this person, but I'm not super excited about it. Why are you saying yes? Because you're also robbing them of the opportunity to work with someone who is a fully aligned yes. So if you're not super excited about it, if you don't feel like it's a great fit, Don't do them a disservice by still taking them on as a client when they could work with somebody and find someone who is just such a perfect match. And also that would create the space for you to pull in next time the person that is exactly your dream client that you're so excited about. For people to get results, it is so important that it's the right match. And guess what? Not everyone is for everyone. That's not a bad thing. We're all meant to find the right matches for everything in life. Yes, you can have that. So it's important to see that from both sides because when you settle for anything less than 100% of what you want, so what you're really excited about, it's not only a disservice to yourself, but also to that other person. And so often we might feel guilty about letting people go or suggesting they they see someone else and then later on you check you check on them and they've just found the perfect match and it was the best situation overall and it all worked out it always happens that way and if you are saying yes because you're afraid that something better isn't going to come in well that's reflecting your mindset that's reflecting a scarcity mindset a lack mindset probably affecting definitely affecting your ability to call in more money overall which is really valuable to see because then you uh, 
can shift that and instead make a decision out of abundance mindset. There's always more than enough. And a lot of people get caught in the trap of being needy and settling. (laughs) They usually go hand in hand. That's not really serving anyone and really blocking people from reaching their full potential, you and that potential client. So if you feel like you are having trouble attracting in your dream client, ask yourself, do I actually say yes to people who I know deep down are not my dream client? Saying no is so powerful and really, really shifts energy. It makes you so magnetic in a number of ways. When you stop making choices out of fear and out of scarcity mindset, lack, your entire business will shift. But more than that, your entire life will shift. Know your worth and know that you, just as much as anyone else, can attract in exactly what you want. You just have to believe that and know that, embody it, call it in. If this episode was helpful for you, make sure you take a screenshot and share it on social media and tag me at Christina the channel so I can say thank you. And if you haven't already, leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It only takes a second, really helps me spread word about the show. And you can send that into podcast at ChristinaTheChannel.com if you want to be entered into the giveaway for a free card pull from me. Don't forget to join the free private forum at ChristinaTheChannel.com slash membership to connect with other podcast listeners. We have such an amazing community. Would love to see you there. And thanks again for tuning in. Hope this was helpful. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode.